guys, welcome to the fourth episode of the Dog Food. Today, we have a special guest at our show, someone whom I met a few months back and has been a great mentor to me ever since. So here, I present to you, Mr. Arpit Bachchan. Hey Anisha, it's a pleasure having you at your show and first of all, a congratulations for starting this podcast. Thank you so much. It's uh my pleasure to have you on the show okay guys uh to give you a brief about arpit he's the founder of a dog hostel called the collar club he also owns a marketing firm and is a professional sports person owning a dog hostel was something which was never his plan he loved dogs but to a limit not crazy enough to open a hostel for them so what happened or should i say who happened well opening the collar club wasn't an option even in the future never thought of it never thought of owning a dog as well but you know since i've been grown up in a sports family my mom my dad my brother they all belong to the sports background and so was i and during my school days i've been playing i've been playing for state national side almost 7 years for a played for that and that led me to pune i did some jobs and open up a marketing firm which was the best decision i ever took in my life pursuing the entrepreneurship okay and if you say that way it was fun i mean it is fun as of now but you know there was a lack of calmness okay it was way of a adventurous trip that i was going a lot of decisions for the short term or long term and a lot of confusion but If you say a year ago, Max happened to me. That is my dog. Of course, you have met him. Yeah. And through a very close friend of mine, he came into my life. I mean, we were just out on road shopping, and we saw Max over there. That's how Max happened to us. And literally at that point, it wasn't sure that I'm gonna take this responsibility and bring Max into my life, as in in my home. Okay. So we thought, you know, we'll just give him a bath and some food to eat, and we'll leave him where he belongs. Yeah. But as you know, dogs, and as we all know, love for the dogs. How it is? Well, we couldn't do that. And it was then that Max happened. And since I was traveling, I had a very huge problem of keeping Max. I mean, since I'm a bachelor, I have nobody who lives with me. so i tried a lot of dog hostels which i couldn't find any to keep max while i was traveling so as you can say meeting max living him for a month or you can say it was kind of i found my purpose in it okay and there exactly i knew what i have to do so i'm starting a new journey back to the ground zero so now i'm a founder of a dog hostel a dog trainer in the making and searching like a dog way yeah wow that's really amazing and uh, see, this is the main reason i wanted you on the show is because mm-hmm. you have a dog and you run yeah. a dog hostel as well so you must be knowing yeah. how important discipline and training is so i want you to share about this mm-hmm. to our viewers as how you do uh, with it and all so i I'll start with is very important more than anything human needs to teach dogs how to live in their world as it's a different world from the dog's world you know i mean yeah teaching a dog is as important is as showing him the direction in life you know 
Okay. The it's it's a different world in that they don't have gates, they don't have staircases or doors, or you know it's not it's not taught to them that no you don't have to enter the kitchen, you don't have to chew yeah. on the furniture. So yeah, it is very important. So, do you feel guilty when you train uh, Max or any other dog? Ah, uh, well, in that case, sometimes yes, but you know, at the same time, I also realize, and we all should realize. I mean, it is very important to train them. There's nothing to feel bad about it. It's just teaching them rules, limitation, and boundaries. That's it, which enhances our relationship with our pet. Okay. And what about the dogs in the hostel? मतलब are they all trained? Well, not really. Since it's a hostel, and to mention, it's an open, it's an open cage-free environment. Yeah, know. yeah. No, we don't have cages. It put dogs or lock them. So it's like different breeds, different temperament, different nature. And it when they come down to the hostel, it's like a different, you know, the environment they are walking in. Yeah. For the first time, I'm meeting them. My staff is meeting them. They have never handled the dog. Doesn't know us. So no, not all the dogs are trained. There are a lot of issues, which are obviously brought by the humans to their dogs. Yeah. But yeah. So if and I say it in one word, no, it's all different dogs, and we'll deal with them in a way which is correct for both of us. Okay, so since as you said, collar club is all about letting dogs be at their free will. Yeah. So yeah. how, like, how do you make sure that nothing happens to the dog, other dogs? Like, obviously, if they are not trained, they might mm-hmm. not be comfortable with all the dogs present. Like, for example, Max, when he goes to the hostel, he is trained. You train him. So how is his mm-hmm. approach in the hostel, and when he comes back to the house, what's the yeah, difference? So- Uh, yeah. So the thing with my dog, which I learned later, so Max has been with me for almost a year now. Okay. And if we go back to the when I had Max, I had not much knowledge about dogs. Then. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of my dog. If you take it, I would label him as okay. he's a very energetic dog. Yeah. Which obviously is taken from me. Okay. You know. Yeah. Dogs, dogs, they need energy. So you know all the excitement that I felt in him through me. Yeah. So kind of a, he's a very energetic dog. He's a little insecure as well. Okay. Which he has taken from me. So, for example, there's a dog who's a le- elder than Max. Okay. So Max had to come in front of the bigger dog. Yeah. Because they reach, they they have their own box. Yeah. So sometimes yeah, it's a problem that to put Max in front of a female dog. Yeah. And yeah, which can pick up a fight. So we make a temperament test. We read the dog, and we understand what his need is, and accordingly we put dog into section while playing or while sleeping together. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we deal with different dogs with different temperament and needs. Okay. So, but uh, I want to know like how like. So as you said the dogs when they come to the hostel since it's an yeah. open environment and meeting other dogs with different temperaments their behavior yeah. changes slightly there in the hostel but yeah. you must be having customers who might be telling you what happens when they go back so dogs who are trained in the, uh, at home uh-huh. they change in their behavior when they go back to their home from the hostel 
Well, yeah, in some sense, it does. It does. I mean, I get a lot of calls from my clients where they are like, hey, my dog is now a little quiet. Yeah. You know, uh, he's not, I don't feel like he's really feeling well, but that's not a problem, you know. Okay. I mean, like we humans, we go on a trip with our friends to different yeah. places. We come back home. We feel a little place of missing somewhere, you know, a, yeah, a place that we have been left out. Okay. Which eventually goes on the same as with the dog. They come down at a hostel, they play, they meet. It's 24 into 7 that they are among the mother nature. Yeah. And they're among their place where they actually belong. Okay. You know? So, yeah, that's the reason. And yes, they do feel a little sad when they go back home. But it, it's normal. And, okay. So, uh, about your customers, what are their views on training their dogs or getting a discipline in their dogs? What do they have to say about it? Well, see how it goes. I mean, all of the parents, so they do want to train their dogs, but they don't know how to. The okay. main question is how to train your dog. Yeah. And they're a little worried about it. We had a case uh, which had come to my hostel. And it was a female black Labrador named Tipsy. Yeah. And she was put to a proper trainer. She was under the guidance of a proper dog trainer. Okay. But there was, there was an incident or even their parent doesn't know which led Tipsy to ignore and she was scared of other dogs. Okay. You know, even I had put my dog under training a year ago. Yeah. But not a result that the return on investment that you would expect expect from the trainer since you are paying a really heavy amount yeah. these days to trainers together. Yeah. But, you know, the major red flag is, is the trainer ready to train your dog in front of you? Well, mostly the trainers don't. Okay. And, for example, if we are, as a kid, we go to school, we study. Okay. Yeah. Now we can come back home and we can tell our parents what we study. You know, we can yeah, tell them, exactly. no, it's not like that, that it happens like this. Yeah. But a dog, since he is or she is with a different handler, yeah. and she, for example, she or he is learning on leash walking, hmm. but she, she, she or he cannot come back to you, and when you are taking him or her on a walk, they can't tell you, you know, you are holding the leash incorrectly, or it's not the way yeah, that exactly. you hold the leash. Yeah. Right, you know, they can't just tell you. Hmm. Yeah, so the major problem is that and some of the owners feel that putting their dogs to discipline is kind of a rule, which is absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's nice. And I wanted to know about what do you feel about how to train your dogs? Like, do you believe, like, I've been getting a lot of comments saying that you shouldn't force your dog to train him or her but I say I use treats so what do you think mm -hmm. like positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement like is it bad mm -hmm. to use positive reinforcement like treats to train your dog mm -hmm. see there's a lot of misconception about how to train your dog these days you know yeah. like using a negative re uh, reinforcement or positive re reinforcement then there are uh, e-callers if you know yeah. You know, when your dog is not listening to you or he doesn't do a thing in your way, you just press a button and get a little shock at his collar, which is wrong. Yeah. You know, dogs 
dogs they need energy they are a very calm at nature when they are born yeah it's not the energy so positive re- reinforcement is the best way that you can teach your dog okay but that needs a lot of patience okay. that what a dog needs a patience to train a dog they just cannot understand your verbal language Like exactly. we humans can, if we yeah. have a misunderstanding, we can talk through. Yeah. Dogs can't, and you have brought your dog into your world. Exactly. So it's better that you have to, you know, learn the way how dog thinks. Yeah. So that's why a lot of times I tell people, you know, behave like a human, but think like a dog. Yeah. That's so that's true. how it. Yeah, and this is your relationship with your dog. They might just not understand. Yeah. So read their body language, read their needs, what they exactly want, and with a little patience, one day. For example, if I teach my dog to sit, yeah, he might learn. Some dog might learn in just a minute. It is possible. Yeah. Some dogs might take few days or even a week, yeah. but eventually, if you have patience, yeah, one day they will, and they definitely will. And it's a long-term journey, you know. You can't teach your dog everything at just one go. Yeah, obviously we need. That's to what I've them. been learning. You know, dealing with dogs in the hostel as well. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So that's all. Uh, I, is there any message that you would like to convey to our viewers? Um, message in a sense, there's been a lot of uh, talk. which is very common these days why dogs uh you know they change their behavior in certain ways yeah. when we bring dogs when, when they are a puppy they're very cute all mushy and and when they grow up with time we feel like oh they are a ball of energy now yeah. they're biting on furniture they're biting on our shoes it the only reason they are doing this is because they are untrained yeah and There are three things which I felt were with my dog. The three things that change in a dog's behavior: that is anxiety, or yeah. stress, you can say, or mm-hmm. plus boredom, and plus untrained. You know, okay. yeah. Anxiety or stress, dogs can develop anxiety or stress. Okay. You know, which in their way, the best thing to do anxiety or to pass on the anxiety or stress is to chew things. You know, they they divert their mind. They have to divert their mind. Yeah. We humans, we do get anxious or we do get anxiety, right? Yeah. And we deal it by not talking to anyone or by talking with someone. So same yeah. way is the dog. It's the best cure for them to chew on things. Okay. Same is with the boredom. And when the untrained things happen, when they have no direction, what to do? Yeah. That's where these things come down. That is why it is very important for the Pet owners to set some kind of boundaries, okay. Some rules, limitation, and boundaries to their dogs, and to train them, which leads them in a very happy and healthy life. At least because they know what they have to do, they know the do's and don'ts. Yeah. So in so this leads to both the cases, the human and the dog. They develop a very good relationship. There's no more, you know. Uh, chaos in the house, yeah. especially if you know in these times of quarantine. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm I'm sure you must have a lot of stories that you have heard during these quarantines. Yeah, there are a lot people, of stories. Yeah, the people weren't ready for this, especially the pet owners. You yeah. know, when the dog is not getting a proper walk, yeah. when the dog is not getting exercise, which is leading them to be not calm. Yeah. And all the energy that they have stored inside them is being released in some or the other way. Yeah. Either are they barking the whole day and not letting people work? Or are they chewing on things? But the dog is not to be blamed on this. It's the owner's. You know, okay. it's 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 totally them, and there are a lot of dogs being abandoned during these quarantine. If you go and visit the NGOs over here who work for the welfare of the animals, yeah, there are a hell lot of dogs that have been left outside because the parents couldn't deal with them. Yeah, that is true. So I guess it's yeah, it's the only thing that people now realize that dogs is not just a merely toy that you bring into your home. There's a lot of work to put in. There's things you have to teach him, you know, in order to have a healthy and good relationship with your dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So thank you for sharing this, and it was really great talking to you. Well, um, it was my honor. Thank you for having me on this episode. Yeah, I hope we can do this again sometime. Uh, yeah, sure. Definitely. And, uh, I hope you guys also enjoyed it and got to learn something new. Uh feel free to share your thoughts with me and uh, I will see you next Friday with another thought provoking topic. Till then stay tuned.